Good morning, everybody. This is Dr. Mishra here. Today, I wanted to talk about functional impairment and how it can be a great measure for both uh, patients and um, therapists and psychiatrists to um, to assess uh, the need of a patient and also to assess what kind of treatment planning that may have to happen. So what I mean by functional impairment is how does this particular illness impact my everyday life or how I want to lead my everyday life. Let's go with a medical example again. So let's think about heart disease. If somebody has had a heart attack recently, they are significantly impacted by not being allowed to have any um, significant physical activity for a few weeks after, right? So that just tells us that this particular illness has an impact on our life like we want to lead. So you may not be able to um, walk around or work like you would usually, or there are restrictions in sexual activity. There are many other impacts that physical restriction can have. Um, similarly, if, um, if you have uncontrolled diabetes, you may, um, you may, you may have uh, nerve damage from it, which may then prevent uh, you from regular everyday activity because of which you may have um, tingling in your feet and other kinds of discomfort which prevent you from leading your life like you typically do. You know, this is really important to think about because very often uh, anybody who is healthy really doesn't think about, and I'm guilty of this uh, myself, doesn't really think about how much sort of having normal, uh, in quotes, normal um, health is a positive force to have. You know, and then let's now extend this uh, thinking to mental health. So if somebody is depressed, you know, typical symptoms we think about are sadness, tiredness, poor sleep, crying, and inability to basically function. Often there's uh, some irritability. There could be isolation, you know. So all of these things can really impact um, how you're living your life. You may not want to get out of bed in the morning because you're excessively tired and also because you've not slept in the at night well. You may not feel like getting out of bed and going to work. If you're able to get to work, you may not be able to focus on your work just because the sadness and, and um, the um, basic depression is pulling you down so much. Let's take it further extreme. People lose appetite, so they stop eating well. Uh, so they're not sleeping well, you're not eating well, you have low energy, you begin to isolate yourself. So if you're in a job which is people-facing, you may not be able to put up that sort of smile that you need to really engage with people that way. You may not want to do it and you just don't have the drive to do it. So motivation is significantly impacted. And, you know, once you start talking about severe illness, you may push it further. You may not be able to interact with your family, your kids in a way that you want to. And this not only affects you, affects your family, but also then further worsens your depression because it makes you feel really guilty at times. It may, may make us feel very um, upset that we are not able to meet our basic obligations. I think um, similar examples in cases of anxiety, you know, you may have some anxiety before a test. So that's some anxiety which is causing you some stomach um, you know, stomach symptoms or, you know, causing maybe some mild nausea and fear may, may disrupt your sleep a night before a little bit, may make you nervous, but 
it is not so bad that you don't go to school the next day to take the test. There are others who have more severe anxiety who are feeling sick for a week in advance. You know, they may be having panic attacks. They may actually skip school on the day there is a test because their anxiety is so high that they are unable to function in that setting. Um, there are others who um, may have uh, excessive fear about um, driving, but maybe when they're on the road, they're okay. Whereas there are other examples where we have uh, people who have extremely high anxiety and they may start having panic attacks while they're driving, which then makes it a dangerous situation for them and others on the road. So they may actually be needing to pull over on the side of the road. So many of these patients may end up having to stop driving and again you know stopping driving has huge functional impairment and impact now the issue itself is not stopping the driving though it is a big factor the issue is the anxiety is so high that the driving had to stop so untreated unaddressed anxiety or depression and many other mental illnesses whether it's adhd bipolar disorder schizophrenia ptsd can have significant functional impairments in our regular life that they prevent us from functioning in our average everyday life. And this is um, a significant point I try to sort of ask about and um, and not just the symptoms of mental illness, but the impact it has on your life. And it really helps um, bring into perspective how much um, difference um, mental health treatment can have in your life. So if you're anxious or depressed, and uh, if you start receiving therapy and start doing better, all of these functional areas we discussed could potentially get a lot better. If um, And you're back to functioning close to where you were before, which um, may, we may not value when we have that. Uh, similarly, if you have uh, severe panic attacks, severe depression, uh, unable to function, you may need medication. And if once you have the medication, we see that anxiety and depression is so much better controlled uh, with a combination of uh, medication and therapy that your functional areas of your life that are impacted by the illness can improve. And I think it's really helpful for both, um, um, you know, for both healthcare workers and patients to think about illness in that sort of framework a little bit and not just based on uh, symptoms. And this really helps uh, patients also align a little bit better. Um, you know, I'm not just trying to fix your mood. I'm really trying to help you have slightly less depressed mood or slightly improved mood so you can go to work like you were in the past. Um, hope this helps. These are some of my thoughts on how I think about functional impairment and mental health and mental illness treatment. Um, Hi, hey, this is Dr. Mishra signing off. Thank you for listening.